0: Welcome to Your Average Saint. We're your hosts, Andrea Boyvin and Marsha Leguizamon. On Your Average Saint, you'll be able to hear from your average member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You'll hear of our own personal insight, experiences, and views. We will discuss general conference talks, new and old, BYU talks, and devotionals, and how they've helped grow in our testimonies. We're glad you're here to come on this journey with us. Welcome to Your Average Saints. Hello. Glad to be here. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. So exciting. Yeah. So this week on Your Average Saints, you get me and Marsha. So exciting. Um, So this week, we are going to talk about the Christmas devotional. We're going to actually split this up in splitting up the talks into two different episodes. So... Um, For this episode, we are going to talk about uh, Tracy Y. uh, Browning, Remember, Remember, and then we're also going to talk about Christ Our Savior is Born by Garrett W. Gong.
1: Perfect. And I um, have forgotten to go back and listen to (laughs) Tracy Browning, so I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it, and I will go back and listen
0: to it Okay. because I was late Turning it on, it's okay. It's a great talk, and I highly suggest everyone take the time this Christmas season to go and listen to her wonderful words. Um, so, in this talk, she, um, from the very beginning of the talk, she talks about um, remembering and how through Christmas, um, it the basically Christmas season is a time of. Reflection and remembering. And she says in the talk, she says, and it, and as we reflect over the length of our lifetime on big and small, good gifts that have come into our lives, we can see the hand of the Lord rescuing us, reinforcing us, and providing us with relief. Mm. So she talks about how um, through Christmas, um, how we can see these things of how Christ has been a part of our life. And how um, she also goes on to, um, she talks about how, you know, like, we get things, we celebrate things, and how, like, we have these traditions, um, you know, and how they have become an important like place in our life, mm-hmm. and how we need to do the same, you know. And that, like, we do that because it's like almost like we're remembering. Okay. Um. So she gives this quote by Spencer W. Kimball, and he says, "When you look in the direction for the most important uh, word, it could be remember because of." Because all you have uh, made, because all you have made covenants, our greatest need is to remember. His count, he, oh, he continues. The why everyone goes to sacrament meeting every Sabbath day to take the sacrament and to listen to the priest pray that we, that we may always remember him and to keep his command, to keep his commandments, which he has given them. Remember is the word. Remember is the program. I love that.
1: I love that. Um, I love just was skimming through this and seeing how um, that word remember is such a crucial part of all that we do in the gospel and how um, it is what, I guess we don't think about it as like, that's what he's asking us to do over and over and over again until you said that about this sacrament i hadn't thought about how he's asking us just to keep remembering
0: right she also goes on to talk about for um she says for many during this time of year our deep love of preparing the same meals retelling constant family stories and decorating our christmas tree with ornaments that we may that we may display each year are significant our uh, significant activities that preserve our natural desire to remember um, experiences that are important to us and I think that is like so true it's like mm-hmm. it, it's natural for us to desire that I think it's because it's like innate it's like part of yeah. us it's like it's like we desire to remember him so I think naturally we just do that like yeah. we all naturally create traditions and we don't really know like so we because we have the gospel we know why we have that ability to remember because it is so important but i think it's because when the truth is offered to us we can remember we can recall so that we have that feeling of comfort of safety of like peace in our life so when that the holy ghost t- is teaching us yeah it, it, we have that ability to remember. Interesting. I
1: think it's interesting, too. We'll talk about it in a sec, but this ties really well into Elder Gong's talk where he talks about how we... And I think this is this is the thing, right? That as adults, we're always trying to recreate, recreate those special memories from Christmas. And we're trying to recreate that feeling and da-da-da. And he talks about um, needing to look at it from a child's eyes again. Because that's what why Christmas was so special, the the, the um, wonder of it and the excitement as a child. And as we are doing all of these things, we're really trying to recreate those same feelings and those special moments. Um, I love all of the, the things she talks about in here and the traditions that he talked about. That they really do, like somehow, who was I listening to? I was listening to a podcast or something the other day about how... We sometimes think, like, um, the worldly part and the spiritual part can't be together. But sometimes, I remember as a kid, like, they weren't mutually exclusive. Like, all of it worked together. And I still have this warm, tender feeling that makes me feel closer to Christ when I think about my family getting together and singing all the Christmas songs, spiritual and, and temp- what do you call those songs, the, like. Popular songs. Sure, yeah. Right? Like Jolly Old St. Nicholas, those mm-hmm. things. And all of that works together to create warmth and that feeling of love and that feeling of specialness, I guess.
0: Well, I think that's the spirit teaching you. It's like it's like teaching you of like what's really most important. Yes. You know what I mean? I think we have those good feelings when we create these things, these bonds with our family, when we create these memories, and we want to keep recreating them because It feels good to create strong, good relationships with our family. And I think that's how the Spirit teaches us that of what is really the most important. True. You know, like we we need to have that focus. And so she goes on to say, uh, the special kind of love that attends us with the arrival of Christmas is also an opportunity to set before us to center our aspirations and our actions on Jesus Christ. Remember, remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer who is Christ, the Son of God, that ye must build your foundation. So I I think she goes on to say that those things, those traditions aren't bad. Mm -hmm. That they're it's just part of us it is just right. part of who we are but also trying to remember that keeping christ the focus keeping him the center and why it all is and yeah. why we are on this path that we are on yeah and i think too like as we were talking about how
1: crazy our lives are right now um and it doesn't even seem like it's all <laughs> christmas stuff like it's just <laughs> right. life is crazy um, lots going on for our people in our lives, too. um why why are we doing the things that we do? like yesterday, I really wanted a nap after church, but there was a Christmas concert that I also really wanted to go to, and I had to think about how important is this? And I realized that going and listening to these beautiful voices brings so much joy of the and the christmas like spirit into my life. It feels like worship. Um, And so I felt like that was more important than enough. And so I went and, but I'm trying to ask myself, why is this important right now? And if there are things that don't have a good reason why, then they don't have to be a tradition this year. Today's, this year, it might be okay to let it go. Um, I can always pick it up again later.
0: Well just to kind of go on that, she actually says in here, remembering God inspires us to ignite the power of our spiritual mo- momentum and invites us to act in godly ways. I like that which I think kind of goes along with what you were saying. like you were kind of weighing out like which which I don't think either one was wrong. neither one would have been wrong. yeah but I think you felt inspired by the spirit to move forward in a way that you knew it would spiritually feed yeah. you and it would put you on a path that was that yeah. was good and putting Christ in the focus of of what you wanted that day. Yeah. So I, I think that kind of goes along exactly what she's saying is like is like putting him at the focus, remembering him. Yeah. And making him the reason why we are celebrating this year.
1: I love that. And I think um, along with everything we do in our lives is as we're seeking peace, as we're seeking you know, to balance those things that we can have peace and calm in our lives, um, there's times to add more. There's times to take away. And it's the answers are not the same for everyone. So and just so to kind of
0: finish off on this mm-hmm. before we move on to Elder Gong's talk, she says... So whenever you li- so wherever you live in the world, remember to pay-, to pay attention to the variety of symbols that invite you to look for Christ. And all that we give emphasis to at this time of year, which every greeting we convey for every person we bear in mind, let us not fail to remember the bearer of the true giver, he who never forgets us. And gives us power to remember him through his spirit at Christmas time and all the time. I love it. love it. um that
1: was good. okay, so to connect to elder Gong, I really um that's when well, first of all, one of the things that I hope becomes a tradition is that our four wards did a cookies and cocoa after the devotional, and everyone got together to watch it at the church. That's something I kind of used to do at home with my kids, but I really enjoyed the opportunity to go and do it with um, friends this time. I hope that becomes a tradition. He starts talking about um, Christmas memories and the traditions that deepen our love for Jesus Christ. And I thought that was such a sweet um, topic to talk about. And he said, what traditions bring you closer to Jesus Christ? And he shared some of his um He talked about nativities from around the world, how they reflect God's love in a familiar setting to each land and people. And I loved that, especially as um, I'll be going later to go tour our um, local nativity display put on by um, Brother Hyde at the CHI hospital. And um, I've often wondered that, like, what is it about... Like, it's the same scene over and over again. We're looking at what brings people to come and look at nativity displays. Such a fascinating thought to me. Like, why are these so Mm -mm. beautiful? Like, what, what is so beautiful about that to us? Besides that, it's Christ's birth. But I like how he said that, that it is reflecting God's love in a familiar setting. So we're seeing people take the story and put it into their cultural context.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like it's like seeing it in a way of how people see it, seeing it through someone else's eyes. Yeah, it's, seeing the savior through them. Yeah, and I love
1: seeing, and I think too, like art is beautiful, right? Art that people put their hearts into shows us something, and we don't know what it is. Sometimes we can't really put our finger on it, but it conveys a feeling, and I, I, I think that's a part of that. I agree. Um, One of his other traditions Mm -hmm. that he talked about was going and seeing a Christmas carol, which I loved because I went and saw a Christmas carol. Did you go see the play in town this? No. So it was such a great production. It was a different production, um, kind of a, I don't know how to describe it, but it was just five actors acting all the parts, and it was so interesting. And we had our um, brother Ryan Duffin from Third Ward in it, and he did such a great job. and one thing that i always forget about a christmas carol is it's fun it's fascinating it's all you get all wrapped up into the the story and right towards the end you are just as he's brought low as he's humbled and um taken to his lowest point we are faced with the the redemptive power of change and of seeing good in the world and of trying to be good in the world instead of causing hurt and more hurt. And we're also taught why people um, often do not act their best. We see what makes people hard and cruel. Um, And then we are taught that anyone can change. And I think without... I don't know how much he touches on—I don't know if he touches on the spiritual aspect of Christ's redemption at all in it. I can't remember. But just that concept is so important of people being able to be changed. It's such a perfect Christmas story.
0: Right. I think it—I mean, I'm—I can only say from my own life, like, I— having that own story in my own life. You yeah. know, what I mean how I have was a completely different person at one point in my life and having the ability to have the atonement from my savior like the gift that that is. Yeah. And I think that's why it's such a beautiful resonating story. Yes. I think that's why it's it it connects to so many because yeah. it is so personal for so many.
1: I think all of our favorite stories In life, or at least for me, like, favorite movies, favorite, like, my favorite story of all time is Les Miserables. It is that constant, or is that that resonating story of redemption and a heart, like, bad things being made good and people, even the hardest,
0: being brought around. So I love that. So... One of the parts in his talk that kind of really stuck out to me, and I think the thing that I took the most from this, yeah. which I think I uh, fall victim to this, um, he says, um, when we talk of Scrooge, he says, why don't we acknowledge the new Scrooge? Mm. Like, why do we, when we think of Scrooge, we always think of him as the grumpy old Meyer, Right. Instead of the man who has changed. And Good point. And I thought, oh my gosh, I do that. I when I think of Scrooge, I think of the man who was unchanged, who was who was not giving, who was not charitable in any way. Um, but he talks about how um, he says, "Let the skeptic, uh, let the skeptic scoff." The new Scrooge did it all, and infinitely more. He became as good a man and as good a friend as. The good old world new. So why don't we remember that, Mister Scrooge? Are there those around us, perhaps we ourselves, who could be different, who could be a dif- a different person? If only we would stop uh, typecasting or stereotyping them as their old self. Mm, that's which good, I, I thought was so wonderful. I thought, man, I, I'm. I I think I can do, be victim of. Even this, you know, I think I can sometimes do this to people and I don't think it's yeah. very fair because I think, um, you know, we have to allow people the power of the atonement. Because I think when we deny them to be allowed to be different people, we're denying them the atonement. Yeah. We're, we're not allowing that to be fulfilled and for them to truly become better. And more uplifted and more Christ-like. That is so true.
1: I like too the thought of like. He um, said, "No person, no family is perfect. We each have foibles and faults. We wish things we wish to do better. This Christmas, perhaps we can receive and offer Jesus Christ's precious gift of change, repentance, of change and repentance, of forgiving and forgetting, and giving those gifts to others and ourselves. Let us make peace with the past year. Let go of the emotional angst and noise." The frictions and annoyances that clutter our lives. May we grant each other our new possibilities instead of fixating on our past limitations. It's so powerful. Mm -hmm. So powerful. Um, Yeah. I mean, how else can you talk about Christmas without that idea of um, what's old becomes new? What, like, one of the things that's been so knew um, for me the past few Christmases, somehow studying the Old Testament a few years ago, I um, it changed Christmas for me. What was it? A year and a half ago? Yeah. It would be two years, Marsha. Anyways. Um, so when we finished the Old Testament, that was only a year ago. What happened? Is this not two years in one? Oh my gosh. Um when we finished the Old Testament last year, it left me with a great joy and desire. Like I felt like I was part of the tribe of Israel waiting for the Messiah to come. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so when we jumped right onto Christmas and the New Testament, it was so exciting to see, um to have that joy and that desire to um, just wait for the King to arrive. I don't know how to explain that, but so studying the new Te- the Old Testament for me was a surprise in the way that it made Christmas so meaningful to me and how letting go of the old world that was so harsh and starting with a new Savior that would change the world forever. I don't know if that made any sense, but that's where my heart is this Christmas
0: again. Any final thoughts on that talk? I Yeah, I think His words were so beautiful. I think... Allowing us each you know the room to remember that people can change yeah and people can become better through Christ and remembering him and putting him in the focus and being able to um, be charitable and loving and being yeah. allowing yourself to change allowing to forgiving yourself of and allowing yourself to become better and new and more christ focused I think Christmas time is a beautiful time to help us to refocus our lives yes. and to make them so we can become the people that we really want to be. Yeah. And making Christ more focused in our lives. I think I think it can be busy and it can be overwhelming sometimes, but I think it's a good reminder that, you know. Savior, our Savior is really truly the reason for all of this. And it is really the reason why we have the joy in our life and the focus and the happiness and yeah. the hope. So, perfect. Yeah, thanks. We encourage everyone who is listening to seek out these talks or devotionals and prayerfully study them for yourself, to be guided by the Spirit, to hear what He would have you learn from them. Just a reminder, these are our own views and do not represent the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, although we do wholeheartedly support our local leaders and general authorities of the Church.